Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am the man of the hour, the man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. AJ Bond, and this is my tag team partner. And I am the sheriff of wrestling, and this is the Free Count Podcast. Hello. Hey. Let's see if this works. So, how are you? I'm not too bad. Tired, but not too bad. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm just having a quick look. So, I've got a list of uh, standalone games. That mm-hmm. obviously, um, obviously, I've got their uh, dates that they were released um, and for what console. Okay. Um, I've not heard of many of these at all. Well, I think some of them I might have heard of, but for the uh, context of what's going on, people, well, people that's listening, is that today we're going to be diving into the world of wrestling games. So it's anything from WWE, ECW, WCW, New Japan, All Japan, anything in between. Anything that we've played, we haven't played, but yeah, I thought we'd just do something different today. Yeah. So go on and hit me with what you got so far. So the first um, released in 1987 for the Commodore 64 and the Atari ST. Okay, so what game was that? Because obviously you start saying it and then you just went completely quiet on me. Micro League Wrestling. Uh, Micro League Wrestling. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that game before. It's um, so like a turn-based game. Yeah. Yeah, WWF. It's, I think it's WWF's first ever game that they, they ever released. Yes, it was. A standalone game. Um, so, yeah, so it was, um, it was released in 1987 at first. And then for the like I said, the Commodore sixty four and the Atari ST, and then uh, for the DOS or however it DOS whatever DOS, it is, yeah, yeah, Microsoft DOS, MS DOS, and the Amiga, 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 yeah, Amiga five hundred. It was released in um, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, I, I never played Micro League Western. Um, I've, I've heard of it and I've seen it. Obviously, videos of it. Uh, but I've just never played it myself. Obviously, because back then I, I never fucking I was, I was born in '88, so fuck me, I wouldn't had time to play it when I was born. Um, but growing up, I never had uh, a Commodore, uh, an, an Amiga, or an, or an ST. I had uh, fucking Amstrad, and it was never it was never right for the Amstrad. <laughs> never that I know of. Well, uh, let's put it this way, but it's the fourth game down on this list that I've actually then started to hear of these ones. I just got um, a list of the standalone games and then obviously, because we know that, obviously now, you know, they have a chain of games. Oh, yeah. The second game that I found that was released by WWE was WWF European Rampage Tour. Which uh, came out for in 1992, so a couple of years later. 
uh, Commodore 64, the DOS, the Amiga, and the Atari ST. Exactly same consoles, exactly same game, just um, with added wrestlers. Because if I can remember correctly what they said, um, they added people like Jake the Snake, or they added matches like Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage, and the you know because it was matches that had been on, and basically you took a turn style based of fighting or something along those kind of lines. It, it I suppose, if we look back on it, it's probably going to be very shit. I thought uh, the European tour was um, very much like the arcade games at the time, which was uh, Superstars and. Um... WrestleFest. Well, this one, obviously, because it was still on the same computers and the computers back then couldn't handle what they can today. Um, or, yeah, it was basically the same game, just with added wrestlers and matches. So okay. you weren't playing the same game again. The next one, obviously, would have been a bit different because a year later, they released WWF Rage in the Cage. That was 1993, and that was on that was a Sega CD. I've heard of that one, but I'm sure the uh, European one, European tour, Rampage tour. I'm sure that was uh... my laptop's just loaded up. So once it kicks in and you know decides it wants to work, I'll check it out for sure. But I'm pretty sure because it was the same consoles and it could and obviously although the first one like 1987 two years later 1989 three years later uh, yeah three years later 1992 um and they were all for the same consoles i'm pretty sure it was the same game oh see i was right it was uh very much like um superstars and wrestlefest i know i was right oh there you go uh, see, I, I should know. See, I should, I should know. I'm, I'm sure I've played that one. And I know you, 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 you're harking on like the the, uh, the old games, well, computers back in the day. But fuck me, mate. my Amstrad, my Amstrad would put some of my NES games to shame. Um, fuck even the Commodore 64 put some of my, some of the old NES games to shame as well. Well, I'm not saying they don't. It's just these games weren't that great. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's the time, isn't it? If you compare that to what NES had at the time, I think NES had um, WrestleMania, which was not so fucking great. Um, and they had what one was after that? King of the Ring, I think. Yeah, King of the Ring as well. Yeah, that one, NES, and I'm sure that was on the main. Well, I was going to say, like I said, I just went on to the wrestling websites, and obviously, I. Apparently, these are all standalone games, so they're like either one of a kind or whatever. Because <laughs> obviously, um, the next game after Rage in the Cave, we both know because we've literally not long spoke about it. And the next standalone game was WWF Attitude 1999, so like six years later, which was released for the PlayStation and the Nintendo 64. Yeah, I remember Attitude. I remember, I remember that. Attitude. And um, I think I had it for. I'm 
I'm sure I had it for both PlayStation and the N64. Yeah, I did, yeah. I didn't play it on the N64, but I did play it on the PlayStation. I had it for both the N64 and the PlayStation. Um, I think I prefer it on the N64 more than the PlayStation, I think. Back in the day, the N64 was much better for computer-like wrestling games than the PlayStation ever was. The PlayStation had a lot more money and would you know, bring out all these different titles, whereas Nintendo was kind of like... Because obviously, if for people who don't know who Nintendo 64 is, because it's one of the greatest consoles ever made, in my opinion, um, it was basically what the Xbox is to the PlayStation now. Like, the Xbox and the PlayStation are your, big, your two biggest rivals, but back in, like, the early 90s and stuff, Nintendo was PlayStation's biggest rival because the Xbox obviously wasn't out at that point. Well, oh, no, we can go back older than that because when we were kids, you know, PlayStation wasn't even out back then. It was you had Sega and Nintendo. They were like well, the two big things. Sega was the biggest company at one point. Obviously, we'll talk about computer games on a new channel that we will create at some point. But yeah, Sega was a big, massive deal. But their big uprising became their biggest downfall as well. Um, but yeah, so Attitude, what did you think of that game? I, I didn't think it was bad. I fucking hated half the time like the button combinations for like certain moves, but it was, I, I played it. I, I unlocked everything I could on it at the time. I'm sure looking back at it now, it's not a fucking great game, but back then, you mm. know, entrances, music, and all right, the 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 fucking uh, sprites or characters didn't look that great, but it wasn't a bad game at the time. It was all right. If I, as soon as things like uh, WCW NWO Revenge came out, and yeah, things like WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy come out, it's sort of like put it in perspective of wow well, fucking out I really played that game and I liked it at one point but now I've got this this is this is like miles better leagues better well than yeah attitude. you've got it like you said with attitude it was well be honest, let's be honest WW2K22 we've both played it we've on multiple occasions we said we've both had it but you know you mean, 2K, that... you mean, 2, you mean 2K20 2K22 Oh, 2K20. We've, we've got 2K20, yeah. We've both got 20 and 22, yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's make sure that. Um, but the way that you had to play Attitude was button bashing. You had to press a series of buttons to do a move. Yeah, a series of combinations. Just to an arm or, or suplex. Yeah, or a suplex or anything like that. But looking at 2K22, they are now doing kind of things like attitude it because although you can do an Irish whip or a heavy like grapple move or a light punch or something um, if you want to do an arm breaker you have to hit a combination of moves, of buttons if you want to do a jaw breaker you have to hit a combination of buttons which is exactly what um, attitude and at the time Warzone was and they have kind of, it's not as complicated, nowhere near as complicated as it used to be, 
but 2K22 has taken parts from a game like that and incorporated it into what they have today. True. You, you got to think. Obviously, now, you know, you're trying to add more stuff into a game, but there's only so many buttons on the fucking controller. So, obviously, yeah, you are pulling off a combination just to do a move. Whereas back then, you had loads of buttons on a controller, but most games never utilise all of them, but it still requires you to do some sort of combination. So, it's all, like, flipped. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I um, had the time I liked Attitude, obviously, as I just not long since before we come on. I much preferred it over Warzone. I think the fact that, obviously... Or probably at that time, Degeneration X was my favourite group stable of in wrestling, so, and all of them were on there. Although you could only use, was there only one on ones, or could you have tag teams as well? On Warzone or Attitude? Attitude. Attitude. I think Attitude. You could have one on one tag teams, couldn't you? You could, you could have tag. You could have four on four. You could have a gauntlet. Um, you could have a cage match. Um, I'm sure you don't uh, much. See, my, I can't remember half of the things that <laughs> you, you could do on that game. It seems that you, you could do quite a bit. You could have like King of the Ring and things like that. And yeah, it was, uh, I'm sure you could have Triple Threat on it as well. So you could do your tournament stuff then? Yeah. I'm just trying to remember now. I'm just trying to do the thing back, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that some of the features that you could have on it. Mm. Um, moving on to the next one, my favourite game of all time, uh, WWF No Mercy, was released in 2000, and it was on the Nintendo 64 and the Game Boy Color exclusively only. It is, and even today, people still say it's the best game ever. And I'm not down. I obviously it is. It does, you know, it's, it holds up even in today's modern era of uh, video games. And yeah, it is a really, really good wrestling game. I do like No Mercy, and like I said, I do like WrestleMania 2000. But if someone said to me, right, here's No Mercy, or here's uh, WCW uh, Revenge, I'd fucking pick Revenge. I'll play Revenge all day long. I think. Like the mods that people do today for the game, that people are still playing No Mercy. Um, obviously, you've got your AEW roster, you've got a t- uh, Impact roster, a today's roster of WWE or a WCW roster, even New Japan. Um, and people today still play this game, which was, like I said, released 22 years ago. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the modding community for that game is massive. I think the first one, uh, the mod that ever came out for, I'm sure, was a, a Legends mod, which basically just oh, yeah. put everything back to um, as if it was the 80s and early 90s. Um, but I know the, the latest one that's come out um, is Feel the Bang, which is a, a WCW mod, um, mm. which is meant to be really, really good. Obviously, I I haven't tried any of the mods out, I but no, it's I haven't. Yeah, it's meant to be really good. But I have nothing wrong with the modern community. 
And obviously, I've got nothing wrong if you want to play it with emulation and things like that. But me personally, I'd rather have the physical cartridge, physical N64, and play it that way. Unless someone can fucking, which you can, someone's probably out there has probably done it, is flash that onto a cartridge. I'd, I'd fucking play it on cart. I've never used mods, right? Yeah. Because obviously I play con um you know, consoles are the way that I play. I don't really play on anything else. So if you downloaded the Legends mod, yeah, because you wanted to play in the eighties, and then you downloaded say an AEW mod, yeah. Does does that overwrite your Legends mod or can you use them together? No, you can only use uh, one individual at a time. You can't use two at a time because it's basically it's like a, a, a build of the of the game in sort of a sense. So you can only use a, like one mod at a time. All right, I sort of like I have I have used mod before. Obviously, um, I've got a PC and there was a game I like playing that I use fucking a shitload of mods for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really say I haven't used mods. I have used mods. But yeah, so something like that, you can only use one at a time. So you can only, only either have AW or the legend. So that's why you sort of pick what you what you prefer to have. Mm-hmm. Fair so go on. Uh, what other wrestling games that uh, you played? Also, I'll go through some of the ones that I've played. There's probably well, been some that you played. Going on about No Mercy. Yep. While we're still on it. Um, yeah, like I said, my favourite game of all time, obviously, again, um, AEW are kind of using the same, like, a lot more updated, but the the wrestlers' body and physique, the way they move and stuff, because Kenny Omega, obviously, is in charge of the AEW game, um, he wants it like the No Mercy, but updated obviously a lot more updated a lot more better moving but basically along that game style that's why when you look at the the characters in the AEW game well in the trailer shall we say because the game's not out um you will find um they look kind of similar just obviously more graphic more of today more, yeah. um yeah. Which obviously it should be by, you know, you don't want to go backwards. But me personally, I think AW their game, it's going to have elements of no mercy, and because obviously it's been it's been um, published by uh, a guy that used to work for uh, Ukes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it is being produced by Ukes as well. Um, but the guy who, who used to do the WWE games obviously is producing this game at the minute and then he's going back to WWE to, well, to 2K to help produce 2K23. Um, but at the minute he's finishing this game. So yeah, it's going to have elements of No Mercy, but at the same time it's also going to have elements of what most people consider the another great wrestling game is Here Comes the Bang. Yeah, it is. There's no doubt. Here comes the pain. Was um, like when you go when you get into the SmackDown series of games. Here comes the pain. You know, even till today is probably one of the best. 
one of the better wrestling games uh, due to things like matches, especially because, I mean, in the modern ones, you get your cage and you had in the cell and Elimination Chamber, but there's no special guest referee. No, no casket match. Casket match has been taken out. Everything, everything that you used to be able to do is taken out. I mean, hardcore matches used to be great. Now they're known as Extreme Rules. The yeah. fucking Extreme Rules are shit. Should have left it as hardcore. I don't know what. Obviously, they're trying to think of new things to do because obviously they need to think of new things to do. But um, yeah, I uh, I don't think um, any game's going to live up to to me. My favourite two games was No Mercy and um, Here Comes the Pain. Like just the best two games that. WWE ever put out. See, there's a, a few games. Well, I can't really say there's like two favorite wrestling games of all time. You know, I've I've got quite a few, and obviously, yeah, No Mercy is one. Definitely, uh, WCW NWO Revenge is another one. Fucking mm. love that game. Even World Tour, World Tour was a pretty good game. I like that one as well. Um, Here comes the pain. Yeah, I, I liked Here comes the pain. Um, I haven't got here. Come and spend a minute. Well, I know I got a minute. I know I got a WWE game. Yeah, I'm sure it's. Uh, I think it's SmackDown versus World 2006. I think it is. Uh, I like 2007. Um, but for me, it's going to be like I said, No Mercy, Revenge, World Tour, like World Tour, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. Fucking love Fire Pro Wrestling games. But I also liked. Most people are not very high on them, but I thought they were pretty good, especially oh. the third one, which was the Legends of Wrestling game, especially Showdown. I thought Showdown was fucking shit hot. Love Showdown. I liked the first one um, <clears throat> when it first came out. Obviously, again, a bit of a button bash to do moves. Um, in the if I remember correctly, the first one was, and then they released. And bear in mind, these are for the PlayStation 2, aren't they? Uh, PlayStation 2 and the original Xbox. And um, uh, I think they came out on the GameCube as well. Uh-huh. And then... Um, oh, speaking of GameCube, fuck, that was yeah. me. Uh, Day of Reckoning. Day of Reckoning 1 and 2. Fucking great games. We'll get to them. Because they're not standalone games. They're a group, because the two of them. But although... The story is good for Day of Reckoning. I will give them that. Um, yeah, so Legends of uh, Legends of Wrestling 2 wasn't great. It was kind of just added wrestlers. It, it wasn't the greatest. But number three, which got heavily criticised, was actually a good game. I, I did like I did like number three showdown. Yeah, I, I, I like showdown. That, that, that uh, reminds me at some point. Uh, I will get them. I will get all fucking three of them because I love them games and I've got my PS two, so I'll get them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're some of the games that I love, and even going back to some of the older games that I never obviously played when I was younger, but obviously played now. Things like WrestleFest and Superstars, oh, um, arcade games. They're fucking great. I've they're sort of a button-mashing game, but they're, they're 
good game for love playing them. Um, obviously, you have to emulate them because, unfortunately, I've not got the money to have the original arcade cabinets as much as I would love to have the original arcade cabinets. Uh, obviously, emulation, I, I play them for that way. Um, I'm trying to think of other games that I like playing. I have got, for the Dreamcast, Royal Rumble. I think no, I've been Royal Rumble's not a bad game. As much as people shit on it, I think Royal Rumble's not too bad. I thought it was all right. The Dreamcast changed the way um, computer games were done because they got eight or nine players in a ring at once. I want to say eight, I think. I was going to say, I was pretty sure. I know they <laughs> had, they were the first ones to do it because obviously. Um, that's what they basically looked at doing was what is every other wrestling game doing and what can we do mm. to do better? And it was like, let's put, let's put more people into a ring. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Um, so the next one on my list, yeah. over then, obviously, the ones we just thingy, it was a game called With Authority, which came out in 2001. Mm. But it was solely for home computers. There was like no console whatsoever. Um, I don't know much about it. Um, if you want to like check up on it now, because my laptop's restarting and having a freaking, you know, doing something, I don't know what it's doing. But with authority, I, I do believe it was I'm not 100% sure what it was, but it's a standalone game because obviously. Um, uh, nothing else came out to follow. It was literally just a one-off game. Okay, so let's just have a look. Uh, WWF Authority, yeah, with Authority, was an online wrestling game created by uh, Genetic Anomalies in conjunction with THQ and the World Wide Wrestling Federation. Well, when I say World Wide Wrestling Federation, it's fucking World Wrestling Federation. That's me going back even further. <laughs> It was the first WWF game released solely on home computers since 1992's European Rampage Tour. Okay, so it is. It's basically, let's have a look at the gameplay. Oh, it was a collectible card game. Okay. In electronic form, players uh, could purchase virtual pages and assemble them into a playbook. This playbook would represent the moves and abilities that your wrestler would be capable of pulling off in the ring. So basically, it's like fucking... Uh, what you play on your mobile, which is uh, what Supercard? Supercard. So it's basically Supercard, but for the for computer PC. back in the day. Yeah, for yeah, for computers. I, I thought that's what it was. I thought it was some sort of card game, but I didn't want to say it in case I was in no, no in case I was wrong. Um, but yeah, it's basically. I think with that, what obviously it's different in Supercard, but. It is kind of basically the same principle. You you fight with cards instead of wrestlers, but the wrestlers are on the cards. Yeah. Uh, moving on, the next one, which we just mentioned not long ago as well, WWF Betrayal also came out in two thousand and one, but that was only for the Game Boy Color. Never came out for any other console. Uh, I do know it was a scroll playing game. Yeah, it was a side scroll and beat him up. And I think you could choose between The Rock, Austin, Triple H, and Undertaker. I think it's The Rock, Austin, and Triple H. The Rock, Undertaker, and Triple H. I do believe it's those three. 
and basically all you do is you uh, go sideways and beat up a load of referees and people. It's not even wrestlers. Uh, all in the aid to say Stephanie, who's been abducted. So maybe it is Austin you play as, and the final person you fight is The Undertaker. I'm not 100% sure. Never played it. I Seen think it's whoever you pick and whoever you, you don't pick are the bosses. Let me just have a look. Uh, so I've heard of it. I've just never played it. Uh, for me, Patrol. There we go. Yeah, I think it, it's uh, definitely like I said. It was a it was a game that they heavily advertised on TV, and obviously with the with the fact around two thousand and one, you had other games out like on the N sixty four in two thousand. You had WrestleMania. Yeah, it was uh, the follow up to No Mercy, but not as good. No, uh, uh, WrestleMania came out before No Mercy. Did it? Yeah, WrestleMania came out before No Mercy. Okay, then. Because I knew it was 2000 and No Mercy came out 2000 as well. But, um, I mean, the best uh, thing about No Mercy, it wasn't even centred around the actual pay-per-view. I'm sure No Mercy came out 2001. Hmm. WF WrestleMania came out in 2000. Um... Because obviously Aki Corporation and uh, I say Aki Corporation. I don't know it's Aki. I'm sure it's THQ. Anyway, I'll just say the Aki Corporation anyway, which is now known as Human. That's their new uh, name that they go under. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, humans fucking do pro wrestling. Let me have a look. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my fucking self confused here. Let's have a look. Ah, uh, shit. We were talking about betrayal. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, betrayal. Um, yeah, it was a storyline that evolved around Stephanie Man being kidnapped. A man promises you a title shot if you go and collect her, and you could choose between four characters, which was Rock, Austin, Triple H, and Undertaker. Yeah. Um, but getting back to what I was thinking about No Mercy, uh, that was, it was developed by Asmic Ace Entertainment and Aki Corporation. That's who I was thinking of. But it was uh, published by THQ. So I was, I was fucking right anyway. Um, but yeah, that came out in... Oh, I was right. You was right. 2000 that came out. Um, oh. WrestleMania 2000 came out in 1999. Yeah. So I thought I had the year slightly wrong there. But, um, yeah, so with I know with the sort of you, the, the last game that Aki produced from was uh, Revenge. Then, obviously, uh, they, I wouldn't say lost the licence. I think they just wanted to go with someone else. I think at the time, they, I think they went with EA. Mm. Obviously, WWE then uh, acquired the rights for Aki to produce a video game for them, which was WrestleMania. And then they produced No Mercy. And then there would have been a third game in the lineup, which would have been Backlash. Yeah. Came out in 2001. Uh, but at that point in time, the, the NC4 was, you know, towards the lifespan. And you had PS2 came out at that point in time. Yeah, because they never, they never made it. It just kind of fizzled out. 
I, I think uh, some of it's made. I think like part of it's made, but not the full game. The full game's not made. I do know though. Um, I was watching something not long ago, and they did show um, clips, not clips, but parts of what had been done for yeah. um, Noma. Uh, what was the other one? Backlash. Sorry, not them. Backlash. Yeah, they were. Um, they did show. Um, the so, like the body of Triple H or something. So there are things out there, but nothing major to go by any clips of game. It was just literally, um, you know, um, it was there. It was like, yeah, okay, you know, we've, we've got a new game coming out. And I don't think it was going to be any different to No Mercy. It, it, yeah, it was not going to be too much different from No Mercy, obviously, apart from the characters just looked a bit more better. Um, I think it had more of a deeper storyline, uh, story mode. I mean, No Mercy. Don't get me wrong, No Mercy, WrestleMania, and NWO Revenge or WCW Revenge, whatever the game is, whatever it was. Um, they all had good, like, like story modes. You know, you, you didn't actually um, have to do much. They actually were, um, like, they had good story modes, unlike some of the, you know, the 2K stuff that they put out today, which has rubbish. Well, WCW NWA Revenge was very linear in the case of that you just fight for a championship belt and then win that championship belt. Mm. Um, and I think you could even go back and sort of defend it as well. With uh, WrestleMania 2000, again, very linear, straightforward storyline, pretty much, I think, in the same vein as um, Revenge, in terms of you, you you start on heat and then you work for Raw and then you gain championships along the way. I, I think the only thing was, obviously, if you play with certain characters, then you get different things. I think if you, if you play with Austin, you could get Smoking School Belt and you could also face Shawn Michaels and unlock Shawn Michaels. Whereas yeah. No Mercy was the first at that point to have a, a branching narrative. So you could, even if you lost, it was still continuing the storyline. Whereas if you lost in Revenge or you lost in WrestleMania 2000, you would have to do it all over again. Whereas No Mercy didn't matter if you lost and you won the next couple of matches and you lost again, you had that different branching storyline to do yeah. it. And it would play out differently. That's what made Obviously, at that time, No Mercy, really, really good. Um, but even when you looked back at some of the uh, SmackDown versus Raw games or even some of the 2K series, you know, some of the storylines were pretty good. Some of the story modes, uh, so I say, sorry, were pretty good. It's only, oh, yeah. I think, um, 2K20, I never fucking played it. Never played the story mode. Um, I'm glad That's I didn't. Good. 2K games, apart from this one, the My Rise, the story modes are shit. Yeah, I, 2K... I didn't I didn't mind 2K19s. I thought that was pretty good. I think 19 was the one where they revamped it, and you... Um, the same as the rest, but I think they got the story mode, and you basically start off in NXT before you move up to the main roster... You know what you do in WWE, but uh, what I 19 you started off um, in the Indies. Um, 
was that 2020? Uh, BCW or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, but it was the same with uh, 2K19 as well. You start off and nothing in, in bulk championship wrestling. Uh, not bulk okay. championship, Baron, whatever it was, it was called fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember the world <laughs> before that, you were just on NXT and you were literally um, having to. Um, basically, you uh fighting the same people all the time and it just got ugh, boring. I think I've been 18, but 19, you started off in the Indies, and then you got to um, NXT, mm. and you had the option to, uh, I think, with, uh, what's his name? Cole Quinn, that's the fucker. Um, to form. <laughs> form to, a tag team and attack DX. You can have, you can, yeah, you can either uh, form as DX or form as a new world order. Uh, and then from there you go from NXT to like Raw and SmackDown and things like that. And I, I think eventually you get inducted into the Hall of Fame at the end of it, which is no different from 2K20. I think 2K20 is still the same vein. I think you still get inducted into the Hall of Fame, or it's your Hall of Fame thing, but you're going back looking at past matches. I never fucking played it anyway. I never played 2K21, uh, 2K20's um, story mode. 2K21 doesn't exist, but never mind. Well, I meant to, I, I mean 2K20. I never went back. I played 2K20's uh, so, story mode. 2K22, my rise. I've, I've played that. I'm well, still playing it, which is not too bad. All right, well, let's move on to the next one, uh, which I, I actually like this game. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, WWF Crush Hour. I actually like Crush Hour. Yeah, Crush Hour was great. It was released in 2003 and available on the PlayStation 2 and the Nintendo GameCube. Yeah, I had it for the PS2. I thought thought it was a pretty good game. I didn't think it was too bad. Oh, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Like, drive around in cars. Vince McMahon's taking over the whole TV network and you're driving around in cars, blowing up over people. So it's basically Mario Kart and Crash Bandicoot team racing, but in a demolition derby type game. And I thought it was really good. I if, if anything, it's, 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 it's taking aspects of Twisted Metal and just slapping WWE on it. <clears throat> if you ever, twist, ever played Twisted Metal, it's basically that just with WWE. Uh, yeah, Crush Hour. So basically, um, there wasn't a massive roster and there was a few unlockables. Uh, and I did just see that Xbox was going to get a version of it. Yeah. It was cancelled. So Xbox never did get the version, but the quick thing to go through, you the ones that you could use straight away was Big Show, Billy Gunn, Booker T, Brock Lesnar, Bubba Ray Dudley, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Chuck Palumbo, Edge, Jeff Hardy, Kane, Kurt Angle, Matt Hardy, Rikishi, Rob Van Dam, The Rock, Stacey Keebler, Steve Austin, Test, Triple H, Trish Stratus, The Undertaker, and William Regal. And then yep. your unlockables were Bradshaw, Christian, Devon, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Lita, Ric Flair, Stephanie McMahon, and Vince McMahon. That's right. But yeah, I absolutely love Crush Hour. God, what I wish to have a uh, PlayStation 2 all over again. Well, why wouldn't I? They're cheap. Cheapest chips. I, I bought mine cheap. Yeah. So moving on was uh, someone called WWE Aftershock, which um, released in 2005 for the Engage 
um, which obviously the Engage, I do believe, was a phone. Yeah, not the Engage. I never had one. My cousin had one. And if you, it was basically PlayStation not, 1 yeah, style graphics that, that ran like a fucking potato. Yeah. Just as the game was announced by Nokia in collaboration with THQ and WWE on August the 3rd, 2004, it was originally scheduled to be released in the fourth quarter of 2004, then February 2005, and then later in March the 22nd, 2005. Uh, gameplay doesn't say much. There's There are five main events and survival, multiple mm-hmm. enemies at the same time. King of the Ring, Ladder Tournament, mm-hmm. And tag team two versus two match options. WWE Aftershock includes 12 WWE superstars such as John Cena. The game features two players contests through Bluetooth and the Engage Arena. Uh, two of the 12 wrestlers were unlocked by winning King of the Ring playing in a two player contest. The AI controls two of the wrestlers in multiple King of the Ring, in multiple King of the Rings. Um, attacks include hit, grapple, and Irish whip. Submission holds are available after a takedown. Each character has four front grapples and ground grapples, and a signature, hop, signature move or hold. Every button is assigned one action. The wrestlers right. grapple in a 3D arena. Wrestlers have entrance music. That's all it says. Right. It is, it, like I said, it was like a PlayStation 1 st- sort of style of graphics. It ran like a fucking potato, and the game came out in 2005. When you put that into context, right, in 2005, for the PS2, you had Raw versus SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the first one came out in 2004, and then you had uh, 2000. Oh, it came out in 2005. No, 2004 and 2005. So I've got 06. Um, yeah, 2005, it was still PlayStation 2, and the Engage came out, and the Engage, sorry, brought out Aftershock. Yeah, so in context, okay, you had the Raw vs. SmackDown games at that point in time, 2005, on PS2. On GameCube, at that point in time, you just had Day Reckoning. I think Day Reckoning 2 was coming out. If you're looking at the original Xbox, you had fucking uh, Raw 2, which came out in 2003. Um, I think by 2004 uh, or 2005, you had WrestleMania 21 at that sort of time. So... Yeah, it, puts, it, puts it, in, it puts it into context. Why would you want to fucking play a game like that on a fucking shitty ass looking phone, which looks like you're holding a fucking taco to your face? When you the, fucking play, the engage, the engage looked like a nice phone, but um, the game, the game inside of things for the engage, not very good. Yeah. They tried to do. To, they tried to get all these hit games out there and obviously WWE just wasn't one that it should have made and the last one anyway in the standalone games which you played I've played, you like I don't, WWE All-Stars was released in 2011 for the Playstation 3 Xbox 360, Playstation Portable, the Wii, Nintendo 3DS and Playstation 2 I fucking loved all-Stars. Loved it. I loved All-Stars. I thought All-Stars was a good game. Um, yeah, so much so that obviously I, I bought for the Switch, which was oh, um, what was it? Fucking WD Payback? Uh, possibly. 
Fucking payback, fucking battlegrounds. Oh, that one. That's it, yeah. So much so I went out and bought battlegrounds. But battlegrounds. That's, that's part of the 2K thing, isn't it? Yeah, battlegrounds. Obviously, we never got 2K21, now we got battlegrounds instead. But um, that's why I bought battlegrounds, because I enjoyed All Stars. But it's nothing like All Stars. Um, not a fucking bad game, payback. But if, if someone said to me, "Right, here's it, it, you can pay, uh, payback on your uh, fucking what are you saying, payback? Fucking battlegrounds. Here you go. You can play battlegrounds on your Switch, or you can have all stars. What do you yeah. want to play? I I'll go fucking. I play all stars. I play all stars all day long. You know what? I've just seen a cracking deal, and at some point, I'm going to go and buy a GameCube because I've got Day Reckoning dirt cheap at the moment. I can grab that, and I love playing Day Reckoning. I think I'll get Day Reckoning too because I never owned it. Now that we finished the single one, there's four listed under arcade released games. And the first one was WWF Superstars, was released in 1989. This marked the first arcade WWF WWE game. Yep. And to be fair, it's, it's not a bad game. It's pretty good. Uh, the uh, the other one is WWF WrestleFest, was developed yep. by Technos Japan and released in 1991. Yep. Uh, distributed. By Technos in Japan in North America and by Tecmo in Europe and Australia. Uh, WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, was released in 1995. Which is a not bad game. I've I've played that on the SNES. And the last one, which we've touched on recently, WWF World Rumble, was released in 2000. uh, And it was the, uh, it says, WWF Royal Rumble is a professional wrestling game released in 2000 for Arcade and the Dreamcast. THQ published the title for the Dreamcast while Sega released it for the Arcade. It was based on World Wrestling Federation professional wrestlers and promotion. Yeah, and there's no difference between, from what I know anyway, graphics and gameplay-wise to the Dreamcast and the Arcade version. There was no difference. I thought the Dreamcast looked better, but then recently when you showed me it, the graphics weren't that great. Out of of all of them, the only one I've actually played is the Dreamcast one. So, obviously, I've I've, I've got the Dreamcast and I've got Royal Rumble. It's down to the side of me, in my box. I haven't played it for a while. I might start playing that again. Um... Once I get everything sorted in, in my uh, little uh, man cave, my little hideout. Um, I, it's a good game. And th- th- at the time, there was only three games, wrestling games, that four, if you if you count, um, obviously, Japan. Yeah. But obviously, 
that was a, a Japan exclusive and it never really released in Europe or North America, I don't think so. Anyway, I'll double check that. But the three off the top of my head that I know that definitely that you could play on the Dreamcast was one was Royal Rumble, yeah, one was Attitude, mm-hmm. and the other one was uh, ECW. Good old ECW. <laughs> no, obviously, I've um, they're the only four. You know, they're arcade games. They're all the same. Play on. In a like normally in an arcade, hence what the name of the games. Um, but two of the four you could play on home consoles, which was yeah. WrestleMania, um, and obviously Royal Rumble. Yeah, Good talking about WrestleMania though, there is a list of WrestleMania games as well. Um, so okay, the, but I think there is, yeah. There's a there's a whole list of them. Well, there's not many, but there's a, there is a list. Uh, WWF WrestleMania 1989 was the first WrestleMania-based video game to be released. It was released in 1989 for Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, Never played it. Never played Uh, it. Hulk Hogan was on the front of it. Yeah, I know Hulk Hogan was on the front of it. Well, he's on the front of a lot of things. WWF WrestleMania Challenge was uh, released in 1990 and was available for Nintendo Entertainment System. Again, you had Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man, Ultimate Warrior, what looks like Andre the Giant, and Macho Man on the front of that one. That one I did play. Uh, WWF WrestleMania 1991 was released in 1991 and was available for the Omega, uh, Amstrad, CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, ZX Spectrum, and DOS. And again... Hulk Hogan is on the front. Never played it. Obviously, again, going back to, like I said earlier, I had the Amstrad, I had the, the CPC. Um, <clears throat> never never had it, never played it. Um, or if I did, I just can't remember it. WWE Wrestle, Super WrestleMania <laughs> was released in 1992 and was available for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and the Mega Drive and Genesis. Which no, I, had... did ha- I did have that for the Mega Drive. Yeah, I had it on the Mega Drive as well. <laughs> um, which Hulk Hogan, Sid Vicious, Jake <laughs> Snake and Macho Man look like they're on the front of that one. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much of it, but I do remember actually having that. <laughs> WWF WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge was released in 1992 for Nintendo Entertainment System and in 1993 for the Sega Master System and the Sega Game Gear handle console. <laughs> Uh, which had Bret Hart, Undertaker, Papa Shango, Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, and I can't really see the other one. Um, but they they were on the cover of that. Never, the next one, never played that. No, I never played the Steel Cage Challenge. My first one was uh, the Super WrestleMania. And then the, I didn't place the Steel Cage Challenge, but I'm guessing the title says it all. Uh, but the next one, WWF WrestleMania 2000, was released in 1999 for the Nintendo 64. I have played that one. I played that one and I had that one. I had that one as well. Basically, we've gone over that one because it was the prequel to what yeah. is the best game in the world, No Mercy. Um, WWF Road to WrestleMania <laughs> was released in 2001 for the Game Boy Advance. 
Never had help. It had Austin, Kane and The Undertaker on the front of it. Um, There wasn't a massive roster, to be fair. Um, Just give you a thingy, because obviously the old arcade games are kind of all the same, but this one was, like I said, on um, Game Boy. Um, A game features both single-player and multiplayer modes, with multiplayer being available through the Game Boy Advance Game Link cable. God, I remember that. The single-player game mode has a variety of match types, including Exhibition, Gauntlet, Season, King of the Ring, Royal Rumble, Iron Man, and Pay-Per-View. Due to the memory and roster limit restrictions, the Royal Rumble game was limited to a maximum of 24 participants compared to the average 30 in real life. The season mode is incredibly similar to mm-hmm. career mode found in both sports and wrestling games alike, which involves the player choosing a wrestler and building their career with the end goal reached from WrestleMania, WWE's pre- premier event of the year. Each week, sorry, every week, the player is subject to various matches against other competing wrestlers on the roster. Now, I had this game, and it was <laughs> bloody hard. I think the only game that I had for the Game Boy any at one point in time in my life was uh, Superstars. That was the only handheld wrestling game, bar if you exclude the Switch, because then yeah, I would say Battlegrounds. Mm. But that is the only. Uh, wrestling game that I ever had when I was a kid was the Superstars. Uh, well, the next one I did have as well. WWE WrestleMania 18 was released in 2002 for the GameCube. Now, that was a good game. I had that and I had 19 as well. I had 19 and 20. <clears throat> um, but yeah, obviously... I don't, think, I don't think 20 came out because at that point in time you had 19 and then it went to... Um... No, sorry, not 19. Um, you had 18, which was yeah. uh, for the GameCube. You had 19, which was for the GameCube. And then was, after that, you had Day Reckoning. Which was um, Van Damme, Hogan, and Austin on the front. But it's basically, mm-hmm. cent- I'm pretty sure it's centred, was it centred around WrestleMania 18? Yeah, it's centred around WrestleMania 18, which had the end of year on it. And then uh, 19 had Kurt Angle on the front of the cover. Yeah, it did. Um, obviously, you had your other modes and stuff, but... Road to WrestleMania 18 was the next one out after WrestleMania 18, which was released for 2002, which was released in 2002 for the Game Boy Advance. So it was basically their game to play. Uh, 19, obviously, was next. The GameCube, like Kurt Angle, Austin and The Rock were on the front. Again, another good game. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was brilliant. Uh, But at this point, the GameCube was on its way out. Because um, the next one that was released was WWE WrestleMania 21, Become a Legend, but that was for the Xbox. Yeah. and the Xbox exclusive. It, it was all right. I had it. Um, the, the only thing I would say about it, well, two things I would say about it, is the character models look really, really good. And it hmm. had a uh, creator championship on it. But I still preferred playing Raw 2. Because Raw 2, you could... Well, this uh, one came the music. out, yeah. um, was out after Raw 2. Yeah. Yeah, because it says WWE WrestleMania 21 includes superstars from WWE Raw 2 and new wrestlers including Charlie Haas, Jackie, 
Gaeda, Lance Cade, Rene Dupree, Shouten Benjamin and Eugene. Yeah. The game features a new reversal system, dubbed the Pro Reversal System. This feature allows to simply simpler functionalities with reversing an opponent's move. So basically, it was Raw 2, but in the form of WrestleMania 21. Yeah, but uh, uh, there was a big thing about that game when that game came out. Um, it was fucking heavily glitched. Um, like it, it would crash on you and things like that. And I remember having it, buying it, and like crashing a couple of times. Um, but they, they, you know, they did release like a patch for it for the Xbox, which you could download. I don't think I ever fucking downloaded it because at that point in time, I don't think I've had internet at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had it, but again, like I said, I just preferred Raw 2. So I played it for a bit, but then I would always just go back to Raw 2 and play Raw 2. I found that a lot better. And the last one on here of the WrestleMania ones is WWE Legends of WrestleMania. It was released in 2009 for the PlayStation 3, Xbox, and iOS. I loved that game. Oh, that's a lot of games well. Because if you owned... Um... If you owned a WWE versus SmackDown... Raw yeah, versus Raw SmackDown. Smackdown oh, them over. Was it 08 or 09? I can't remember, but I remember, yeah, if you had it, you could transfer your wrestling. Yeah. You could transfer the wrestlers from SmackDown versus Raw to Legends of Wrestling, but you could transfer them the opposite way. Yeah. It could only be the one way, but you can make more WrestleMania, like dream WrestleMania matches. Yeah. Um, it got heavily criticised, but I absolutely... Love that game, I tell you. I thought the game was fucking very good. I loved it. I know that some of the characters look probably goofy and like they just constantly looked like they were sweating, mm. like wet. But, um, yeah, I um, good game. Oh, like I said, it was one of the games that I should have got, um, platinum trophy, yeah. And I did because I did, I just loved making up my own matches instead of doing what I was. Supposed to be doing the fact that obviously, yeah, there you go. SmackDown versus Raw 2009. There you go. The, the game features 38 playable characters by default with no four non player man, playable managers. Which, uh, while match commentary is provided by Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler, players could extend the roster by choosing to import WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2009 option on the main menu. This would import. Most of the male characters from SmackDown versus Raw 09 into the game. Unlockable characters would only be available if they had been previously unlocked in SmackDown versus Raw. However, female and downloadable content characters could not be imported. Uh, each imported character had a unique moveset designed specifically for the WWE Legends of WrestleMania game. Yep. Um, obviously, you could do you create a wrestler and then. Um, goes on to say, uh, where is it? The characters remain permanently unlocked in WWE Legends of WrestleMania. Players did not need to retain the SVR09 game file on the internal memory in order to retain the characters. Big Daddy V, Chuck Palumbo, Elijah Burke, Hornswoggle, Lance Cade, Masked Man, Paul London, Tony, Trevor Murdoch, and all DLC characters could not be imported. Mm-mm. But brilliant game, absolutely loved it. Like I said, you just had to relive WrestleMania moments. It was kind of one of those games that it's you play like you do now, but yeah, yeah. and like in the showcase mode with in 2K22 and a lot of them, 
you have to hit certain buttons at certain times to do stuff. Yeah, it had a real time event. So obviously, you yeah, you got to the evening, then you move on to um, to other things as well. Yeah, I, I um, think you also you not only did you have relive, but I, I think you also had rewrite as well. So relive. There was three of them. There was relive, rewrite, and there was something else. There was I'm pretty sure there was three of them where yeah, where you like you said, you do the first one, which was you just create. Yeah, have a look if I can find it. Do, do, do. Um game mode, which will be there. Yeah. Relive, rewrite, and redefine. So the game features a WrestleMania tour mode consisting of three options, what we just said. In Relive, the player can play as a legend that won the match over a certain wrestler. Rewrite allows you to play to play the loser of a certain historic match in order to rewrite history. The player in this mode uh, watch a recap of history of certain wrestlers, a recap of their feud, a recap of their match at WrestleMania. In this mode, the player must complete certain objectives beside winning the match. In Redefine, the player chooses any wrestler to play and the ability to change the match type. A movie theater is also available to watch all unlocked movie clips. The match types are single tag team, triple threat, steel cage, ladder, submission, Iron Man, handicap, Hal in a Cell, and Royal Rumble. Another game mode in WWE Legends of Legends of WrestleMania is the Legend Killer mode. The mode features six tiers, with four tiers having ten legends waiting to challenge the player, and the two others will have sorry, and the two others will have all the legends from the game and a tier and a tier list of superstars from SmackDown versus Raw, respectively. This mode is to enhance the player's creator legend attributes. Also featured is a Hall of Fame mode, allowing players to view what they have unlocked. There you go. The, le- the Legend Killer one was good. I thought, you know, you have to use Randy Orton in that one. Hence his name at the time. Uh, but moving on, program-based games. Um so the first one is WWF Superstars was released in 1991 for the Game Boy, mm-hmm. which had Hogan, Savage, and Warrior on the front. Uh, WWE Superstars 2 was released in 1992 for the Game Boy. Yeah, uh, you've got Undertaker look like he's going to choke slam the Mountie in the main picture with uh, Hogan and uh, Savage on there, and it also says includes Steel Cage and tag team action. That might have been the one that I have. I remember having a steel cage. WWE Royal Rumble was released in 1993 for the Super Super NES and the Sega Genesis. Um, obviously, there's Yokozuna, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and Mr. Perfect on the cover of that one. Uh, WWF King of the Ring was released in 1993 for the Nintendo Entertainment System and Gay Boy. The main picture is Bret Hart. Best wrestler of all time. Just putting that one out there. WWF Raw was released in 1994 for the SNES, 32X, Mega Drive, Genesis, and Game Boy. Yep. On the actual... actual I I, I never played that one. It actually says Raw is War on the front of that. Not Raw, but 
Uh, WWF In Your House was released in 1996 for the PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and DOS. I had that for the PlayStation. Uh, the one that we were talking about earlier, WWF Warzone, was released in 1998 for the PlayStation, Nintendo 64, and Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, we've spoke about No Mercy. Uh, WWF Raw 2002 was released for the Xbox and Microsoft Windows. Uh, I know Raw, you could only do exhibition matches. There was no yeah. season match or anything. Yeah. Um, good one, Xbox. That's how you do it. And then Raw 2 obviously followed that in 2003, which they heavily updated it because it really needed it. Oh, that was um, the last one in program based is WWF Survivor Series was released in 2004 for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, 2004. So, um, out of all of them, I played Raw, Raw 2, No Mercy, Warzone. Pretty sure I've played Survivor Series as well on the Game Boy Advance. But it wasn't mine, it was somebody else's. I think for me, it was, uh, I own Raw 2, obviously I own No Mercy. Um, I own Superstars 2. Um, I owned In Your House. Mm-hmm. I didn't really own like Raw and all that for the May Drive or anything like that. I never owned that. I never owned King of the Ring. never owned that. So, yeah, I think they're the only ones that I owned out of all that list. So, obviously, the last ones on here that we've got is obviously, I found a couple more, so don't worry, we'll get to your, the ones that you've mentioned. But, obviously, um, is the 2K series. Um, WW2K15 was released for Android and iOS. Okay. Apparently. Apparently, I never, then, never knew it would, but apparently, okay. Uh, and WWE 2K Battlegrounds was released in 2021 for Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Google Stadia. The game is intended to be replaced for the previous plan, WWE 2K21. Yeah. Because... 2K20 was fucking shit. And yet, I still went out and bought it. Had the game not been broken, it would have actually been all right. (sighs) Yeah, if it wasn't broken, if the characters looked a lot fucking better than what they did, then yeah. You know, that's one thing I say, yeah, I I own the game, I went out and bought it, regardless of fucking crap. But I never bought it when it was a, you know, £40 game. I bought it when it was on sale, like 20 quid, I think I bought it for. So... I've got up all promotion games. So, Day of Reckoning, we'll talk about that last because I did like that game, and number two. So, well, I haven't got them, but I'm just going to give you a, a rundown of all games that are out for all promotions. Okay. So, AEW has AEW Casino Double or Nothing. It's basically a phone game to gamble. That's basically what it is. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, They never, and they, at first, there was never any AEW wrestlers in it, but they've now made, like, in the casino, there's, you can see the wrestlers or something, I don't know. It was shit. 
I never played it. I'd never want to play it. Um, oh, I've never played it either. AEW Elite General Manager 2020. That's a good game. You're basically a general manager and you it's for the phones and you buy certain wrestlers with the money you've got and then you have to put on matches to get great stars, like three star matches. Yeah. Um, it's all right. And they update it every so often. So, you know, you get your CM Punk's, Adam Coles and Brian Danielson's and stuff. So that's quite good. It's you can play it for about a couple of hours and then you probably put it down, but you it's something you can always go back to. And the other one is AEW Fight Forever is the upcoming one for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One and PC. That should be a good game. Yeah, so we've got to wait until um, September for it. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm um, looking forward to that as well. All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, they started from 1993 down to 2000. So All Japan Pro Wrestling 1993. All Japan Pro Wrestling Dash World Strongest Tag Teams. Mm-hmm. All Japan Pro Wrestling Jet. All Japan Pro Wrestling um, Budokan. Whatever. Budokan, yeah. Budokan but is a hall. Budokan Hall is a hall. Uh, it's released in 1995 for the snares. Then you've got All Japan Pro Wrestling featuring Virtua, which is 1997 on the yeah. Sega Saturn. King Soul, All Japan Pro Wrestling, 1999 PlayStation. Giant Gram, All Japan Pro Wrestling 2 on 1999 on the Dreamcast. Uh, Giant Gram 2000, All Japan Pro Wrestling 3 was in 2004, the Dreamcast. And Virtual Pro Wrestling was 2000 for the Nintendo 64. I played Virtual Pro Wrestling. I was going to say... Um, I've, I've seen it. I've never actually played it, though. Well, Virtual Pro Wrestling, and I think there's Virtual Pro Wrestling 2. Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 was the one for the Nintendo 64 in 2000. Okay, so Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 is what... Um, no Mercy was a reskin of that game. But made into a, a Japan one. Well, it, 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 was, it, was, ob- it was opposite way around. Yeah, so, Japan... Yeah. It's like so Japan first, and then obviously you got reskinned into WWE. Uh, no mercy. It's like the Power Rangers. Yeah. Which we'll talk on our River Channel about. Uh, good old Super Sentai series. Yeah. Um, so, All Japan's Women Pro Wrestling, you had Dump Matsumoto. Yeah. Which was for an arcade. Fire Pro Women's All Star Dream Slam on the SNES in 94. Superfire Pro Wrestling Queen Special 1995. Uh, Wrestling Universe Fire Pro Women's Don Super Female Big Battle All Japan Women in 1995. Okay, that's a long title. All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling Queen of Queens 1995. And All Japan uh, Women's Pro Wrestling in 1998 on the PlayStation. Never played any of them. Nope, never. Right. Um, Extreme Championship Wrestling. As you quite rightly pointed out, <laughs> only two games. ECW Hardcore Revolution in 2000 was for the N64, PlayStation, Game Boy Color, and Dreamcast. And then ECW Anarchy Rules, also in 2000, for the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. I had Anarchy Rules. I didn't have Hardcore Revolution. I had Anarchy I Rules. Had, had both, and Anarchy Rules was the better one. But... Oh, yeah, and fucking Brimstone match and a dumpster match. But by the time Anarchy Rules came out, it seems like Nintendo 
had dropped out completely of having it because only the PlayStation and Dreamcast had it. Yeah. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, they're all the same title, just different years. Um, so we're not, I'm not going to go through them. The the latest what the latest two though for um, New Japan Pro Wrestling Collection 2020 is on iOS and Android, mm. and then they had New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Spirits in 2021 for the phones as well. So what was their last console game then? When was the last console game? The last console game was Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh, sorry, Fire Pro World 2018 Personal Computer after PC and PlayStation 4. That's the one I've got, Fire Pro World. Yeah, that's their. Um, that was their last one. Everything else was 2002 backwards, so obviously it's N64 and stuff. And then you've got Total oh, total Non-Stop Action Wrestling. There's more than what I thought. Uh, so you've got TNA Impact 2008 for the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and the Wii. I had it for... Uh, that was the one with Joe... He's free, I think, I had that for. I was Joe... Angle, Sting, and what looks like AJ on the top. Uh, then you had TNA Wrestling in 2009, which was for the iOS. Uh, TNA Impact Cross the Line 2010 was for the Nintendo DS and the PlayStation Portable. Mm. And then TNA Wrestling Impact for iOS and Android in 2011. Uh, which was it was based on the professional wrestling promotion, obviously. So yeah, it's just for phones. After they brought out the one that wasn't very good, <laughs> so they've not had a game in about eleven years. Yeah, something like that. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, uh, W. Uh, sorry, World Championship Wrestling. So yeah, WCW. You had WCW Wrestling, which was nineteen eighty nine for the NES. Had the Legion of Doom on the front. Yep. WCW, the main event for the Game Boy in 1994. Sting was on the cover. WCW Super Brawl Wrestling, 1994 for the SNES. Never had it. Didn't see the cover. WCW versus the World, 1997 for the PlayStation. Never, uh, ha- never had it, but I've, uh, I've seen that. You said something about virtual pro wrestling, yeah? Yeah. It said... Uh, it's what it just says WCW versus the world is a professional wrestling game for the PlayStation video game console. It was the first game developed by the Membries to be released outside of Japan and is an American localization of their Japanese game Virtual Pro Wrestling. Yeah, so basically, WCW is what New Japan had. So, uh, so Virtual Pro Wrestling came out first, and then it was just a reskin of that for WCW. Well, added WCW wrestlers in there. Yeah. Um, and all of the. I know in some of the WCW games, you had. Um... You had New Japan had... or Mission yeah, had... Pro Wrestling wrestlers yeah, in there. They just yeah. had to be different names. Yeah. You could tell who they were straight away. Um, WCW versus NWO World Tour for the N64. That was a good game. Yeah, that was a good game. I, I had the one. Yeah, virtual Pro Wrestling. Uh, that was on the N64 as well. So it doesn't, it's not got a person on the front. WCW Nitro 1998 for the PlayStation. 
Nintendo PlayStation 4 and Microsoft Windows, which had Sting, Hogan, and the Giant on the front. That's right. WCW NWO Revenge, another great game. Fucking great game. 1998 for the Nintendo 64, we've touched on that. Then you got WCW NWO Thunder in 1999 for the PlayStation. Never had it. It was, uh, it wasn't great. It was all right. It was better than Backstage Assault. That's good. I love it. No, I, I did have that. I'll tell you about it. I had that with a nut came out, yeah. Yeah, Goldberg, Diamond Dice Page, Hogan, and the Giant on the front. Then you had WCW Mayhem, which had Goldberg on the front. That was in 1999 for the PlayStation, N64, and Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. And then their, the crappiest game of all, WCW Backstage Assault in 2000 for the PlayStation and then 64. And it's got Goldberg, so is it his Jack Hammering the Giant? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that was Backstage Assault was crap. It was crap. The worst game ever. You couldn't even get into the ring. It was all backstage. The graphics were shit. Um, you could throw weapons, but again, it was the worst game ever that I've played. And I only played it once. Uh, I think the uh, last of the game I had was, I think it was, it was Thunder. That was the last one I had. Didn't have anything well, past that. Mayhem was alright, because it was just a recreation of Thunder and Nitro. But backstage of soul, no. And then I've got a whole list of um, WWE games. There's like 81, so I'm not going to go through all that. <laughs> no, we'll be, we'll be here for even longer than what we have been. Well, 2K started in, at 12. I know that. Yeah. yeah. So from 12 downwards all the way to today, um, it's all um, 2K. I'll read out some of the ones that we haven't read. All gone on about because obviously there's a lot. Um, I know we read all those ones out. Uh, you had Warzone, Attitude, the WWF SmackDown, had that, which started the SmackDown series off. That was a great game. I loved it. Came out in 2000 for the PlayStation. SmackDown 2 Know Your Role is one of my favorite wrestling games ever. Had that one as well. And obviously that was just a remake of the first one. SmackDown Just Bring It obviously was the next one in, in the line of that. Yeah, um, that as well. Um, it was right. It was all right, but it was the first time on the PlayStation 2 and it wasn't the greatest. Then they did Shut Your Mouth in 2002 for the PlayStation 2. Yeah, it's a good game. SmackDown Here Comes the Pain 2003, even better. Yeah. Uh, for mobile, you had WWE Mobile Madness, Mobile Madness Hardcore, and Mobile Madness Cage. They were all mobile games, apparently. Mm-hmm. Day of Reckoning, which we'll talk about shortly. Then you had the SmackDown versus Raws that started in 2004. So yeah. we don't go for any of them. Day of Reckoning came out. In 2005, the second one. 2004, the first. So then SmackDown versus Raw 2006, 2009. Uh, no, 2011, sorry. They're all the basically just the lead. Yeah, but I think from uh, from 2008 or 2009, you started having ECW on the 
front cover. Yeah, so, yeah, some of them had ECW, and then they got rid of ECW. And then, obviously, after the SmackDown series, you had All-Stars, and then you had something called WWE Superstar Slingshot. I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of it. I can't even click on it, so not that great. And then you had your first 12 and 13. Then you've got uh, WWE Rumblers, but again, it's blacked out. Then you, then uh, in 2012 for the iPad, you had WWE WrestleFest. Yeah, re- I've seen that as a reimagining of the, yeah. Yeah. And then you got 14. And then you, apparently you had WWE Presents, and there was John Cena's Fastlane and Rock Rock Apocalypse, like the thingy, but they're backed out. Oh, Rapocalypse. That's the one. Uh, In 2014, for the iOS and Android, Supercar came out. Again, again, it's just a um, a card game where you pick cards off a board, board, sorry, but you play matches, and then every so often you'll get a new card, which is of your tier after so many resets. Mm. But you get team events. Um, obviously, it's, it, it can be seen as a paid, uh, pay to win. Yeah, um, but you can play it and not play it, pay anything. Um, then you got two K fifteen. Immortals is another game that came out for the iOS and Android. I played Immortals. I played it for a little bit. Yeah, you had WC WWE, WWE Mayhem came out in. 2017 for that. You had WWE Champions in 2017 and WWE Tap Mania also. They were all for phones. WWE Universe is for phones as well, which again is um, I think it was a uh, match-free game. Okay. Uh, Then you got the King of Fighters All-Stars. Again, that's phone. Battlegrounds, we've talked so spoke about. Then you've got WWE Champions 2021 and WWE Undefeated. They're for phone games. And obviously, the last one is 2K22. But I'm not going to go through all the rest of the world's plenty of wrestling games. There's a lot of them out there, but they're not obviously all WWE. They're, um, I think he said, go on then. Let's talk about Dave Reckoning, which um, had Randy Orton. Triple H and Trish Stratus on the front. Oh, I said I, I like Day Reckon. I thought Day Reckon was good. I thought the story mode was really, really good. Um, I think it, I, I'm sure it revolves you. Uh, obviously, you become a champion. Well, the first game is anyway, but yes. you making it to WrestleMania to become a champion. And then I know the second game, which I never had, is obviously you get screwed out your championship and I think you're trying yes. to win it back. Well, the plot for. Day of Reckoning is the player creates a new WWE developmental superstar and assumes the role for the game. The creative superstar starts off with new wrestlers signed to the to a WWE contract, attempting to work his way up the roster, up the main roster. After a series of matches, a cutscene, the superstar is allowed to perform on Sunday Night Heat before he finally is allowed to join the main roster. There are two different brands to choose from: Raw or SmackDown. Each have their own distinct roster of wrestlers as an effect. It will also choose which stable you will you will join. Choosing Raw results in joining Triple H's evolution 
choosing SmackDown results and joining the Undertaker's new ministry. Mm-hmm. The superstar goes on and works his way up the rungs of the ladder in a series of matches, ultimately resulting in the of the uh, of the show's world championship. If the player has chosen Raw, the world heavyweight champion will be awarded. If SmackDown was chosen, the WWE championship is awarded. As the story progresses, Triple H or The Undertaker starts kicking people off the team as they fail him or, as in the case of the creative superstar, becomes a threat to the championship. The final battle is an Iron Man match at WrestleMania 20 for the championship. That's right. Um, and obviously that's where you win it. And then it says the story continues in the sequel, Day of Reckoning 2, though under the assumption that the superstar chose for all. So even if you choose SmackDown in the first game, by the time you come back, yeah. And then the story for um, Day of Reckoning 2, which is also a very good game. The story continues off from where Day of Reckoning left off. The player's character at the top of the raw is at the top of the raw roster. Almost a year after WrestleMania 20, Evolution has disbanded, and the player's character has lost the World Heavyweight Championship back to Triple H and has fallen down the ranks of WWE. However, the player's character has gained an interest in WWE, a love interest in WWE diva Stacey Keebler. Mm-hmm. One month before WrestleMania 21, Triple H loses the title in a controversial match with Chris Jericho, and the title is now up for grabs. In the attempt to increase the show's rating, Raw General Manager Eric Bischoff decides to host a mini-tournament for the W for the World Heavyweight Championship and the finals will be held at WrestleMania 21. The player's character eventually defeats Chris Jericho and advances into the finals. Triple H and the player's character prepare for the final match before Bischoff reports that the bout was stolen. The player advances in the story gathering information on the whereabouts of the World Heavyweight Championship. Soon after soon the player gets framed for stealing the belt, dumped by Stacy, fired and banned from Raw. However, SmackDown general manager Theodore Long signs the player to a lifetime SmackDown contract. Eventually, the player wins the WWE Championship and later finds out that former allies Chris Jericho and Randy Orton, along with Edge, had stolen the heavyweight championship. With the mystery solved, Triple H asked the players wrestler for a title match at WrestleMania 21 in a last man standing match for the WWE Championship. The player character wins the match, reunites with Stacy, and forges a friendship with Triple H, who turned face and takes possession of the newly found World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. So basically, you just, it's one of those games you have to win. It is one that you win to progress. Yeah. Which I don't like those games. I think if you're going to make a game, you should have, if the player wins, you should be able to carry on. But if the player loses, you have to, you know, there's a different scenario for each one. Yeah, it plays out differently. I assume. A bit like No Mercy. Yeah, and a bit like, I know 2K22 has, you have to win some matches, but like you lost the one to go to Mexico. Yeah, I lost that one. I lost the Japan one as well. <laughs> I won both of them, by the way. Yeah, well, I thought you fucking would, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, must be better at the game. Really? 
Probably not. Fucking really, I'd love to put that to the test. I'm actually quite shit at um it, I'm, I'll be honest. Wrestling games and football games, the two games I play most, well, and the Lego games at the moment, but I am absolutely uh, rubbish at, in football games, I'm rubbish at defending, and in wrestling games, well, yeah. We used to, um, me and my brother, you know my brother. Oh, yes, I know your brother. uh, And a couple of cousins used to play Shut Your Mouth and Here Comes the Pain. Yeah. And I remember one day we were playing and my cousin David was gonna was playing as Goldberg. Yeah. I was Ric Flair and my brother was somebody else. Um, but basically we had, we randomed the wrestlers. So every time we wrestled, we would random so we wouldn't pick the same wrestlers. Yeah. Why I was playing as Ric Flair, because I'd never pick him. And so my cousin went running at my brother to spear him. Okay. But the computer switched his target straight away and he speared me and knocked me out instead. Okay. The plan was me and my David were going to knock Andrew out and then Andrew, uh, me and David would fight like on the game. But the computer had other ideas and it switched his, um, <laughs> switched his thing to me and he speared me instead and knocked me out. So... David won because Andrew's not very good at wrestling games. But he only played just because we were all playing it. So. But yeah, that's uh, so that's all like um, wrestling games. So out of all wrestling games that you've ever played, okay. what's your favourite? Hard one to really pick because like I said, there's so many that I've played and that I've owned or I'm starting to own again. Um, I think from... Uh, fuck, now you're putting me on the spot now, aren't you? Uh, I, it's, it's, I'm going to... Uh, three. I'm going to fucking just narrow it down to three because I'm going to be all day. Otherwise, I'm thinking. Have a fucking aneurysm. Thinking about it too hard. Um... Raw 2 is definitely going to be one in there because I love playing Raw 2. And then I think it's going to be... I'm going to... I'm going to put Legends of Wrestling in there, Showdown, because I like that one. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, it's going to have to be... Maybe WCW NWO Revenge. Well, if we're going that to go off... that or No Mercy, like the, those two are very close. But I'd probably say more Revenge. I'd probably say play Revenge more. If we had to go on game three games, that was my favourite. WWF No Mercy. Yeah. With along with WCW NWO Revenge, was it? Yeah. And here comes the pain. Would be my three top wrestling games. I mean, don't get me wrong, two K twenty two is better than a lot of them, but it's not by far. It's not the greatest of games, and they've added some good things in, like my faction, my rise, universe mode. You can play as a single player, yeah, and you've got my and you've got general manager mode back. But again, it's 
unless you play on hard difficult, you can't have tag team championships. Mm. And you can't even put people in for the IC or United States because they're not even on the game. Well, in, in general manager mode anyway. Um, but I think AEW might be better because they're taking a lot more time to create the game. So I think they will have a... Well, to say they'll have a better game, I don't know for sure. But um, from what I listened to and what Kenny Omega said, it does seem like it's a good game. And who's making the AEW game? Did you say it was Ukes? Uh, yeah. Now, don't quote me on this. and You might you could check it up, I'm thinking, but I'm pretty sure Ukes and AEW were doing this as a one-off. It's... I think so... they've had... I think they've been having trouble along the way or disagreements along the way. Yeah, they've been having um, yeah disagreements along the way. Obviously, like I said to you, the guy who is developing uh, the AW game is once, yeah, once he's done this, he's going back to do 2K23 with 2K. Um, well, hopefully, he brings some new ideas. Oh, he's, he, he's been working on the WWE games for years, so obviously he will be bringing stuff back that people really want to see. Yeah, but I think when you work on WWE for game, I mean, you look at 2K, if you go back to 2K12 to 2K22 or even 2K20 and have a look, it's the same thing. The roster's always outdated. The You you know, you've always had a universe mode where you can, especially from 13 anyway, Yeah, 12 had a story. Uh, from 13, it's been a universe mode that really doesn't, hasn't changed. I mean, universe mode is what most people play if they do a YouTube channel. And yes. I know they make, they make up their own stories, they play the matches, or some of them watch the computer play the match out. And that's fine and stuff. But you, it's nothing's changed. And if he was there from any of the 2K games, if he's worked alongside 2K in any of their games, then I don't see much changing. Unless what he's doing at AEW with all the AEW game, he goes back and says to 2K, why don't we try this? And I think what 2K needs to do is they need to put out another survey for fans Mm -hmm. and say, what would you like to see in it? Because general manager mode was the biggest request that people wanted and they put it back in. Not the greatest one by far, but it better than a lot. Um, but I'd like to see a, a special guest referee, especially if you're playing with your friends. Yeah, I think like, a lot of people have oh, requested to see special guest referee come back. But obviously, with the AEW game coming out, yeah, well, from what we've seen, it looks good. But until there's an actual proper review on the game, it might be a good game. All I know oh, is, is that it's going to be very limited in terms of what people are expecting to have in the game you're not going to have so it's going to be very limited on things and this is what we've got to get used to the fact that it's AEW's first game it's not going to have everything in there that's going to later on down the line in the next game the one thing that I do like is what Kenny Omega's turned around and said that um, regarding the game it's not going to be a yearly game coming out no, it's not. You'll have one game for two, three years. I, I don't know for sure. Um, 
and basically whenever you know every so often they'll update the wrestlers to match their current attire or you know they'll change things so that obviously you know it's all up to date whereas you know WWE you look at 2K22 we've got John Morrison on the game I mean he's he hasn't been there for a while there's other wrestlers on the game and if you notice all these DLC packs that tend to come out they're all legends oh yeah because WWE you know with their whole um, let's fire everybody policy um the game's just so outdated. That's why. I mean, the community creation is great because you've got to, that you can download a hundred re- uh, wrestlers. But the problem is, there's probably a lot of wrestlers that you like from different companies. Like, you know, I don't mind downloading some old ones, some old wrestlers from WCW. But then there's AEW wrestlers, New Japan, WWE that I've got now that ain't in the game. And by the time you've got a list of players or wrestlers you want. You haven't got enough space in your hundred slots. Yeah, I see what I mean, yeah. But you know, do we, you know, they've all been the same. I hope you bring something new. Um, like I said, special guest referee, especially again playing with brother and cousin, you know, you count to really you know, you can count to three really fast, or you can do a normal count, or not even count at all. It was great. Especially like if you, if me and my brother were going up against my cousin, who was very good at the game. So obviously, if we pinned him, we'd count really fast to screw him over. Yeah. But again, you know, it's um, it's one of those things. It's fun to play. I mean, I don't suppose it's fun to play when you're doing a story mode on your own or yeah. a universe mode, and you get put in the special guest referee. I mean, a one-off thing's not too bad. So many times, but uh, especially if you were the uh, if you were the refereeing, you know, you've got two people fighting, but you wanted a certain someone to win, you could always screw that other person over, storyline purposes or anything. It is more fun playing in a group because you, um, obviously, you can screw people over, um, but then you've got to be careful because then if you play a referee match against, the, they're the referee in the match for you, they could do exactly the same. Oh, yeah, they could do that I think going forward, all right, okay, we've got 2K23 is announced and obviously will be out next year. It's not going to come out this year. It'll be next year it comes out. Um, Unless they're trying to release it and just going to use all the things they've got this time um, and get it ready for Christmas. Because if AEW's coming out in September, that's going to be a Christmas present for a lot of people. And WWE ain't going to want to. You know, around Christmas is when a lot of games sell. Um, so unless they've, they've, be... they've still got time to release, obviously, a, another DLC pack. So I think that the time frame of that is if they release the DLC pack and then a month, two months later down the line, then they go, oh, well, 2K23 is going to be coming out. I it's think... sort of a slap in the face of people that bought season pass because then you think, well, well yeah. fuck you in your season pass, now you're going to come out with 2K23. But I also think that the DLC packs end in. August, yeah, Which and normally September, October, November. This normally October, November. They normally release. I know, release, yeah, they push back with this one, but I think they'll try and get it back to their normal slot where they release it because they'll want to sell it for Christmas. 
And if you want, if you're going to make big money, Christmas is the the time that a lot of people will um will buy it. Yeah, I've like I said, WWE. Yeah, okay, get two K twenty three out of the way. If I was WWE, because obviously any game that they're going to release is it's going to be outdated in terms of arenas, roster, tires. It's going to be outdated. So you're never fully going to catch up to it. So me personally, what I would do is if I was WWE, would go, okay, right, you're not going to, you'll get, all right, for now we'll do 2K23 because obviously it's in production, they're doing that. Mm. But the next game that you'll get after that would be uh, another one-off game, a bit like um, Legends, of Re- well, no, Legends of WrestleMania. So here's a game, a bit like uh, Legends of Wrestling. Here's all classic wrestlers. Here's all the classic arenas. Here's um, like they do with so showcase mode. Do. Here's showcase mode with certain matches throughout the years. Or release a game for Christmas, like you said, a one-off special. So like another Legends of WrestleMania or Legends of Wrestling, whatever they want to call it. And then next year in 2023. Don't release 2K23, release a 2K24 and yeah. have it back at its normal slot ready for Christmas for people to buy. But it'll be it'll be fun to see on day of release, and I will be looking for when both games come out, but day of release, which game company sells more, AEW or WWE? I think AEW will. It's because it's a... It's a... New wrestling game from a different company. Yeah, but look- we've not had that since obviously when we were just going back to 2018 with Fire Pro Wrestling World. Yeah, and then they've even further back with Impact and that. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a new wrestling game from another company. I think we're going depending, to on like they, now, depending on what they show in the clips as well. Hmm. That's what a thingy. Right. So before we go. Do you want to announce about our new channel or? Uh, yeah, I suppose we can do. So, coming soon or very shortly, we're going to launch a new channel. So, the new channel is going to be talking about everything except wrestling. So, we'll be discussing things from comic books, movies, video games, possibly TV series, anything that obviously we both like. And there's a lot of stuff that we like. So oh, we'll I think the, uh, TV movies, won't we? Because we've got power. We were just on about Power Rangers. Yeah, we're just on about Power Rangers. So we're, we're going to be covering a lot of things, obviously, with this new channel. But we will still be doing, obviously, the wrestling channel with news, uh, championships, uh, matches, every, yeah. single wrestlers. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to stop doing this. This is our channel, the first channel. So obviously, we're still going to put time and effort into this. But at the same time, we're going to start doing other things on another channel. Just to branch out a little bit more, because looking well, at the uh, statistics for this channel, our demographic is twenties, uh, the twenties to forties demographic, mm. and all male, <laughs> <laughs> all, all male. Uh, I complain about that, uh, but obviously the new channel we want to start discussing a lot more. I think as well, like if we keep on doing wrestling, we're gonna. Obviously, we're going to keep on doing wrestling. That's because that's oh, yeah. the first channel. But if we, you know, we've got two more um, 
show uh, things that we know that we're doing uh, conspiracies is our next wrestling one. Yeah, that's right. Followed by Hulk Hogan. That's right. And then I was going to say we should follow that one up with my favourite wrestler, Bret Hart. Yeah, we can do that. We can follow up with Bret Hart. Uh, um, and what I was thinking was is if we do one a week, like two podcasts a week, or try to get two podcasts in a week, yeah, one on wrestling, one on our other channel, and then obviously we won't go through wrestling too much because the more we do, the less we've got to talk about when we, you know, obviously there's lots of wrestlers that have been around, but you don't want to run through everything and lose steam on what you've got. So although we're going to do conspiracies, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, on our new channel, the first one is going to be Batman. That's right. Um, it's Alan's favourite DC hero. But we're not going to give you a rundown of the history of Batman. We're going to be going through our favourite things about Batman because even if you don't watch, read comics, watch TV with, uh, regarding Batman, you know who Batman is. Oh, yeah, Batman is... So, Worldwide symbol. You show that symbol right. to anybody, anybody. Everyone knows who that is. Him and Superman and Spider-Man. Everyone knows. So we'll go through Batman. We'll give a brief rundown, obviously, about Batman. But the main, fi- the main thing on that is going to be our favourite things. Yeah. About Batman. And the Bat family. In a nutshell. Yeah. All right, I think we should end it there. Yeah, I think we should do. Uh, we've been going for long enough. I'm sure most of the people that's going to be listening to this probably would fall asleep probably about halfway through. Probably. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, well, we've, well, we've, we've covered as much as we can today. Yeah. I think video games, there's a lot. Oh, there's a hell of a lot. And I think going forward, I think um, what we'll do to try to keep roughly to the hour mark, try... Um, we, we can try. Is, is before we come on air, we we get a list of things together, yeah. and then we have that list in front of us so we can see what we're talking about and it try not to divulge off onto other things. Yeah, we, we can try that. Doubtful that it happened, but we can try that. We Obviously, try. the list making. I don't leave that down too. Obviously, I will pitch in with. Sometimes with a list, but I'm just well, to talk. When we finish this, I'll send you a picture of the list I've got for Batman. Okay, okay. And then obviously you can see if there's anything on there that I've missed, and then obviously we'll go from there. Okay, okay, all right. Anyway, so for now that's us done. Obviously, uh, the next one is going to be about wrestling conspiracies, and hopefully, between the time of doing that, we should have the uh, new podcast channel up and hopefully the uh, topic about Batman. Hopefully. Honestly, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely the next one is going to be about wrestling conspiracies. Hopefully that won't go on for too long. But again, it depends how far I want to go into it. Wow. Conspiracies is your one. Yeah, that's going to be more my thing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but we'll see on that one. Obviously, I know a lot, but I'll leave you to tell your bits and then I'll just chip in here and there. Yeah. Okie dokie. Alright, so I think that's just done. Yeah, it is. That's good. Alright, see you later. I'll see you later. Bye.
Right, remember folks, if you want to listen to all the latest wrestling news here with me and my partner, the Sheriff of Wrestling, remember, subscribe, check in. You got any questions, stuff it. We're not answering them. And remember, we are the best in wrestling news. The best in wrestling podcasts. And we're just a three count away from your ears. <laughs>